0: Hello, people. Welcome to episode four of Background Conversations. I wanted to jump in and give you a little heads up about today's episode. Uh, it's clearly audio only, and it's going to have a bit of an abrupt end as we, we really went down the rabbit hole about the uh, the renaming of the Edmonton Eskimos football team. And uh, just based on where the conversation went and uh, who we ended up speaking to over the phone while the mics were live, uh, I've uh, just made the call to to cut that out for now. Nobody wants to get cancelled on episode four, right? So you'll you'll have a bit of an abrupt end. I made sure not to make the music too loud at the end so it doesn't scare the shit out of you when you get there. Today's guest is Alison Barnes. She's the um, co-owner and often pilot of the Thirsty Peddler Party Bike here in Ottawa. She's been working with Jesse for for a while now and they were doing a ride earlier today and we thought, well, you know what? We're going to do a little recording later. You got to come over and just hang out with us for a bit. And that she did and prepared I wasn't. I got a two microphone set up and I had to add in her as well as later on Nick as a as a fourth and so things got a little spicy totally forgot about uh, what was happening on the video and so now you're going to get a quick ending but still long audio only podcast have a great time
1: Welcome to Background Conversations. It's Saturday night and we're feeling right. Yep.
2: Finally.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, it only took Rob an hour and forty five minutes to set everything up. Lord help him. Thank you for doing it all while we sat here and ate food and drank wine and beer.
0: There, that's the spirit. Mm -hmm. It was not easy.
1: Cheers to our guest, uh podcaster? What do you say? Mm -hmm. Cheers to our guest.
0: Sure. Yeah, that works.
1: Allison Barnes. Barnes. She's Cheers. 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 You were supposed to have a beer.
0: I was busy. I need the coffee to do stuff. I'll have one when I switch over to the second recording.
1: Yes, and we've it, started in prime, bug hour.
0: We have, yeah, I'm so sorry. Get them. Get them. Get, get, get don't em. have to hit the <laughs>
1: bugs. Kids
0: get them out. Done. Last I like time it. we
1: were recording and the sun went down and the bugs started eating us every so often, on Spotify, when I was listening back, I'd just be like, ah.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> like, true. I would just
1: shout, ha ah.
0: I never listen to it to check on, like, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I go straight to YouTube and I just watch it so it makes more sense.
1: Nope. You're just all of a sudden I'm talking, then I'm like, ah!
0: I definitely didn't edit it for audio.
1: Um, so, what are we talking about today? Kiddos?
0: We had a topic. What was it? Something about, it was friends. Friends who were the opposite sex, right? That was the thing?
1: Yeah, being friends with the opposite sex.
0: Yeah. That's a spicy one. I know. It's
1: weird when your boyfriend's staring at you. (laughs) That's
0: true. I put the thing. He can't see me, though.
1: Well, he's not your boyfriend.
0: (laughs) I'm so sad that no one's going to hear him in the peanut gallery there. (laughs) I really should have mic'd him up. I can't believe I didn't. I'm not doing it now because I'm over it. But that would have been great.
1: Okay, so um, we'll just dive right into it. Well, let's talk about our day, maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, We went on a bike ride with... other strangers on a large bike that Allison and I tend from time to time. That we do. And Rob came to take photos of the lovely peddlers. Anyways, so you took pictures and then we were going to record tonight. Mm -hmm. And we said, Allison, you should record with us because we want to talk about well, I said you should record with us and then I said I had a good topic because all three of us have friends that are the opposite sex. Yes. And not everyone has that. Although... Can you name anybody right now that doesn't have any friends the opposite sex?
0: It doesn't have any.
1: Like Danny has friends that are the opposite sex. Nick ha- Nick has friends that are the opposite. She has. Sex. I
0: think she has more friends who are guys than who are girls. Yeah.
1: More friends that are girl than guy. More friends that are guys and girls.
0: Yes, and I probably have no. I'm probably a fifty fifty split.
1: Only because you're from Chatham. Otherwise, it'd be girls.
0: <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. True. If you only include Ottawa, like ninety percent girls. That's right.
3: That's really. All your friends here are 90% girls?
0: I'd say so. Well, mainly because of the, the docks, which is weird, right? Who would have thought that many girls work down at the docks? But does Allison know what the docks is? No, no. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. He
1: doesn't want to talk about... Got it, got it.
0: You guys keep talking. I'm going to set him up right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you... Okay, is Allison. Great... There's a great wet.
0: Let me just chime in for a sec because there's a great... Um normal, Norm Macdonald joke when he's on a podcast and he's talking about like Sarah Silverman and he's, they're just like, you like, there's gotta be like some people that you find like really funny. he's just like, Oh, like Sarah Silverman, like she's hilarious. She's like the funniest, like aside from men, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just, Amazing.
3: he's the one
0: guy that refuses to like change his comedy for how things are now. And it's just fantastic. It's, so
1: everybody it's, loves it then or a lot of people.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of us like secretly like it, but won't repeat his jokes in public. <laughs> and I am now officially out of equipment, we're using it all, we've, we've mic'd up the producer over there. Pause. You gotta let the dog out? You Caving? Caving? Yeah. To the dog? Yeah. Yes, I came to the dog for everything you want. Oh, that's not good.
1: He, we have a very different outlook on dogs than you do.
0: Yeah, I know. Everybody does. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I actually think that finding the dog trainer that I found was the start of me going against the mainstream. I, I think that's the oh. root of it.
1: Forgot
0: that caesar guy
1: when we were listing all of the no
0: he was close though
1: when we were listing all the things that you were obsessed with we forgot dogs and training
0: yeah but that already faded out but we were listing them yes like uh, like
1: grad school friends rowing yoga photography we skipped over dog training
0: yeah we did he got
1: really obsessed a
3: very big dog trainer
1: you're into that
0: no i just we were talking about how i just like dive into the deep end on a lot of things as soon as I get interested in it I want to know everything and I get obsessed with it and then that happened when we got our dogs and then we started looking into dog training techniques because the first stuff we found that was the most popular didn't work and it was like a struggle for us and then when we found what worked it seemed so simple and we couldn't believe that it took us that long to like find that info and it's because it's like a more controversial system and so as soon as I figured that out I yeah I nearly tried to find a way to get a a working visa in the state so i could go and work for this dude
3: he wanted to be a a dog trainer what's the system
0: it's just so it seems like the majority of dog trainers now are um what they would call like purely positive so they only use like positive reinforcement this sounds like Um, parenting right now i bet there's some parallels but i don't want to draw them
1: for you here's a medal for you participation
0: ruben oh yeah 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 (laughs) very like almost yeah I bet there's like there's a good way to relate that I probably can't word it that well right now Um, so the majority almost everybody who trains a dog trains them with positive reinforcement so when you're trying to teach like a new trick or just anything you want them to do it's usually with some kind of reward in place whether that's praise or treats or just like their like regular food or something like that Um, or even just you sort of being calm and around them just your presence can be that and then when it differs is what happens when you've done hundreds and thousands of repetitions of something to train it and you are confident that your dog knows it what do you now do when the dog doesn't listen even though it's smart enough to know what you expect of it and that's when everybody starts to differ so usually you'll go from purely positive trainers who will try and sort of redirect a behavior they don't want. So if you like teach your puppy not to like nip at your fingers, then as soon as they, you've taught them so many times that when they go to nip your fingers, you actually go like, oh no, like here's a toy instead, chew on this. And then they stop nipping your fingers. So that's like the success to you. But then once they absolutely know what it is and you have, say like your neighbor comes over and the dog goes over and starts like nibbling on their fingers because they just like to play that way you're now kind of stuck with like, what do you do in that situation? I don't truly know what a purely positive trainer would do in that situation other than try and work more on the redirection or like give it a command or try and get it to do a trick or some way disengage its mind from what it's doing.
1: So it's but, like a deflection or a distraction. It's in not a way that's like one of the them.
0: techniques that they use, but, then but then what that, they wouldn't do, but
1: they don't know that the behavior is bad. The dog? Yeah. It just gets distracted. It's like a shiny thing to take its attention well, away. The dog,
0: the dog knows that if it's nibbling on something and then you put its toy there, at this point, the dog would know you want it to go after that toy and away from what, you're, what it's currently playing with. But I don't know if it truly, there's no consequence associated with not listening to what you've taught it. So it has no reason to not do it. So that would be like the purely positive world. And then if you switch over into what they say is like balanced training. Is this what you do? Yes. So that's where you still use the same techniques generally to teach something, right? Hundreds of times you'll go over how to sit with rewards, some kind of praise, anything like that. So you use positive reinforcement for that. But then if you are with your dog and it knows it, and you now tell it to sit and it doesn't, we're okay with having some kind of negative consequence with that. So whether that's like, um, if they're on like a leash, giving like a, a leash pop, which you, it usually just works if you have like a prong collar on because then it just gives like a little squeeze and they don't like that, even though it's not like super harmful in any way, but it, it reminds them that like, if you associate it with a word like no, that they've done the wrong thing. So then the next time you tell them to do something, you tell them to sit and then they don't, they know that they eventually learn there's a chance that something will happen to them if they don't listen. So they have more of an incentive to actually listen to you. Oh, That's almost the only big difference between the two theories. But when you get into like dogs that misbehave more, it can be like more extreme, right? So it's not as if like it's so simple that you're giving a little leash pop. Got it. Uh, So I believe like what the purely positive people would say is that um, like, where do you stop that? So like, say you give a little leash pop to a dog who's like not healing with you properly and it doesn't listen to it it gets, all of a sudden, it gets into, like, the murky world of, like, when are you now, like, abusing your dog to get it to listen to you? Making it to that.
1: He was (laughs) upset that you used the word abusing Yeah, there
0: you go. Um, (gasps) And so, like, it's just, that's essentially what it is, is that balance trainers are okay with using some kind of punisher or, like, a negative consequence for not listening to a command that you definitely know. That's the biggest difference. Oh. There was a, I think it was two years ago, maybe, there was a bill that went through that they were trying to pass in BC um, that was like against the use of um, e-callers and um, I even believe it was negative wording with your dog
1: like bad dog <laughs> like yelling
2: or bad dog. They,
0: they literally <laughs> had this in there um, they didn't want it to be allowed
1: mm.
0: because it's just like I don't know I don't know what their exact theory was but Anyway, so we found a trainer who just straight off the bat, we listened to his podcast and he was just like, yeah, that's bullshit. I don't know why people do that. It's the dumbest thing. You do this and then your dog is fine.
1: Like you give it bad or like punishment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's just like probably more uh, traditional. Like my dad would have whacked Odin or Odin Dakota, our black lab when I was younger and been like bad dog or like you put it down or like. You know, you put it in its place like physically and, and also with your tone. And yeah. and I feel like, is that not how people do it?
0: I think they used to. They don't anymore? What's your thought, Allison?
1: I don't know, Jesse. What did you do to Odin when he dragged me across the farmer's market?
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah,
0: there you go. Now, to, to be fair, I know that you would understand the proper ways and you just decide like not to do them. That's no, different.
1: that was uh, really shit. Odin shouldn't have done that. Uh <laughs> my her, knees. Both my knees were bloody. Was, oh
2: my god. Like you were legit dragged?
1: What happened legit was we were sitting, on my
2: <laughs> We were
1: sitting at a table, her and I like across from each other, and I went to do something. So I was like, hold Odin's leash, and she put Odin's leash around her wrist, like um passively or whatever, you know, just like around her wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Odin was still a puppy, probably like a year and saw a dog across like enter the farmers market and just bolted towards the dog but oh the 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 leash was flaccid or is that what you would say no
0: <laughs> 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 oh. i would never say that <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like she didn't have any tension on it he, he was just like, it, it was, was a loose leash. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: well, that's fine.
2: Yeah. Slack would be a... <laughs> there you go. So,
1: so, I don't think Odin realized it was attached to a human. So, he saw the dog, thought he was just, like, free to go, and bolted after it. And Allison, Superman... Uh, oh, sorry. On her knees, wearing shorts, at the farmer's market, as Odin dragged her...
3: No, it was in track pants.
1: Well, well track that's good. Yeah. Did they rip holes in your <laughs> knees?
3: not in in my track pants but in my knees yeah oh. i pulled up my pants and then it was just like blood down my legs wow. but she was really mad at odin I was yeah. for like, like a year a, yeah of course
1: yeah
3: we've got over it i pushed him in the lake off a dock i was gonna say she got him
1: back when we were on the dock i was like maybe you just need to get him back and then she pushed him in the lake and he w- couldn't get up out of the water and then you felt bad
3: yeah i definitely felt bad because it was like yeah, but I mean, he's fine and he can swim, and like, we got him out and it was fine. But like, it's just like a human relationship. Well, he probably also know. thought you were just like, playing with yeah, him. Right? Yeah, right? You the know? Dogs, it's like, just don't like don't realize that. He ran away and then, like, I was like, ha, ha, ha push you in the lake. <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> it, he jumped up on the dock and had his feet on the ground in the water and was just like, on the dock with his feet up, being like, what do I do? Yeah, we're talking about you. Yeah,
0: big bully. <laughs> people around. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I, okay, the other day I went for a, tried to go for a paddle with a paddle board, And as I was carrying it, Odin kept trying to eat the paddle board because he doesn't know what it is. And when it's a foreign big object, he just like decides he needs to eat it or attack it. And yep. I was walking down the street and he kept trying to eat it and it scratches my board. And I was embarrassed because I kept trying to like turn in the, with this big, long, like 10 foot board and get him to stop and my neighbors could see. So I was like, I'm done. And I just like left my board on a a neighbor's lawn and like dragged him back here. And I was like, You're in trouble. (laughs) And I was like, Odin, bad dog. He's probably confused now. And then I threw him in and then I didn't bring him. Yep. Did I do it right?
0: No. No, he'll have no idea that was associated. What was I supposed to do? She's excited. She's using a loud voice. And then he'll be like, Where is she? I'm sad. (laughs) I don't think he would be like, Oh, she left without me because she's mad at me. I screwed up i shouldn't do that again
1: no but i was i was making him sit i was saying no and i was hitting him on the nose when he would bite it and i'd be like odin no
0: oh that's that's better yeah you don't need to like yell at him when you say it as long as you like
1: i said no and i hit him on the nose or i hit him in the butt if he was behind me Mm -hmm. and then i made him sit and wait and then i started walking and he would continue to eat it and then i kept trying to do that and so then i was like i'm done and then i came over here in a puff and a puff and i put him in and to be fair today when i went on a paddle and i had the board out he didn't touch it.
2: Yeah. Well, did you have him on a flaccid leash?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't on a leash, no? I didn't have him on a leash either time. But don't you admit that he didn't try to eat it today?
2: I didn't I didn't see. Ugh. If so you guys... say that's like oh sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just
3: gonna say if you guys got
1: a dog, would you take him to a training or would you try and train yourself? I'm not talking about that. Odin is my dog. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> you
0: didn't so you didn't totally do that wrong at all. Tell me more. You would just, so I think the biggest difference would be if you did that in all realms of his behavior and you were super consistent with it, that would be a huge step in the right direction.
1: Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like if he were not healing and I did those things instead of being like, ah, go wherever you want. Exactly. But I just like him to go wherever he wants.
0: And that's fine. That's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. So long as it doesn't like affect other people. Well, it doesn't because
1: of where I live. Yeah. But if I lived in the city, it would be a different story because I wouldn't be able to have him off leash all the time. Yeah. Whereas here I'm just like go at your own pace. Like he always pulls, and he's really strong, and he'll walk in front of me on a leash, so it pulls. That's what? Hmm? What? No. a hard leash. When I let him off the leash, what? What? A hard leash. When I let him off the leash, and he walks two feet in front, he just likes that. But that's not a good thing, eh? When you what? Like.
0: Sorry, I was literally He'll thinking s- about like ways to continue on Nick's joke about the hard leash. There. <laughs> He'll <won't> stay
1: <laughs> within like two or three feet of me. Yeah. But on a leash, he wants to be two or three feet ahead, so he's pulling, yeah, which is good. annoying as the walker. So I just prefer him to be off the leash because he still stays. Yeah. And he doesn't like attack dogs or run at dogs like he used to because he's not a puppy. Yep. And uh, I feel like he knows we're talking about him. Look at him.
0: Maybe. Well, I think he just hears a lot of voices, but no one's interacting with him. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah interact with him
0: anyway if like if you if you're not worried about it and that's perfectly fine but like if you did have him on the leash and he was pulling on it that's a time that you wouldn't want to put up with that yeah do you think he's a good dog uh given his lack of training yes i do no, like he i don't think he's had any like formal training i has think he? his that's real father point. he hasn't had he hasn't had legit yeah or sure. if he has or, 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 greg if he did, trained him. or if he did with greg then if it didn't continue when he passed him off to you for such a long period of time That would sort of like defeat the purpose well his
1: training is good he just likes to lead the pack
0: there you go there
1: you go yeah i I hate you okay with this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not throwing any shade towards like greg for whatever he did with them
1: what do you mean he's well trained he doesn't go off he's not on a leash he doesn't jump up when you have a treat and bite it up bite your fingers off like some dogs do
0: yeah i give him credit for all those things
1: what what is he lacking credit for
0: uh, remember last time I was here and we went for a walk and it was at night and there was some lady walking down the street and he was off leash and he was like going towards her and you try to call him over and he just didn't even, he wasn't even phased by it. By me? And he kept like stepping towards her. Yeah. Did, he's a big dog. Did so he
1: go towards her though?
0: Eventually he just ignored her. Yeah. But he was like walking towards her and you were like, you were just like, oh, get over here. Oh, and he just wasn't even listening. And if I was with whoever that person was and I didn't know the dog, I'd be like, holy fuck this is a time that I wish I had like a stick on me because if the dog like runs at you, cause some dogs do that all of a sudden you've got 140 pounds of like danger.
1: He's upset right now.
0: Yeah. I'm so sorry, bud.
1: come here, come here. Also we just went from like the guns to yeah. the dogs and we never even hit the friends.
0: What friends? Which friends episode? of the opposite. Oh, offense. the original topic. Well, we didn't really end up touching much on guns so we can leave that for another one, yeah. but we can go back to friends. Pet him? Absolutely not. He's not behaving well. <laughs> what is That's the last d- thing you should do right now? What is he doing wrong? He's whining for attention. He wants attention. He shouldn't get it unless you want to give it to him. I do want to give it. Then to him. Then he should be good and quiet, and then you just like then you go praise him for it. What he
1: wants is for someone to throw his goddamn ball. Oh
0: no! It's not coming out of my hands.
1: <laughs> oh, I,
3: I am in. I'm into Rob's like, at, uh, like dog you training doing? situation. It's a good
0: start. Lie down. Oh, I was about to pet him, but I can't now because he's <laughs> not listening to a command.
1: Odin, lie down. You're embarrassing me on the air. <laughs> what kind of dogs do you,
3: are yours?
0: We have blue healer, husky lab mixes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. But they they mainly got the traits of the uh, blue healer, except for, like, mine got the color of his mom, who was a black lab. So that's why he's all black. But Noah looks uh, like a red healer, which is weird. She's got, like, the red coloring instead of the blue Merle. so close but no but like he's like (laughs) so yeah what's happening Um, so they're like they're like they're little guys but they're very um uh like reward driven or i should say they're um almost like they have like high like toy drive or what would have been prey drive if we didn't have toys and they were just out in the wild
2: herd and cheat
0: yeah um so if they like if you get them to like when we go on walks and we see random things and we teach them to jump up on them And if we get them to jump up and they do it and then they come back down, they're just super excited. It's really, they're just like, what can I do now? So I think they just really want, they're just, I don't know. They're just, maybe it's just praise in general. They'd like to see that we're happy with what they did.
2: Oh, praise. Yeah. What do
0: you think I said? Prey. Oh, like
1: anything prey related. Like if they hunt something or get
0: a toy. Oh, Originally I did say prey drive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if blue sees a rabbit, thank God he's trained.
1: Because he wasn't,
0: it. He, you wouldn't stop him. Yeah.
1: See, that's like Ricky, Kenzie's dog, just like is half hound or something and puts her nose down and goes for it. Yeah. Ricky is, I hope Kenzie doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> she just does whatever the fuck she wants. And the other day we were at uh, Nick's aunt and uncle swimming and Ricky like went off. And then uh, Kenzie's like, Ricky, 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 come here. We're going, we're leaving. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hold on, we're leaving, Ricky. No. Uh, Odin's probably upset that I'm using Ricky's name because it means (laughs) his best friend's around. Um, And so she finally, like, got Ricky around into the car. Yeah. And right when we were about to get in the car, something got distracted and – or someone got distracted or whatever. All of a sudden, the dogs were gone. Odin was not gone. Odin stayed around. And Nick, like, realized that Ricky had left and went looking for her and just saw this little porcupine. And Ricky got shot in the face with a porcupine and had quills all in its mouth. Yeah. And so then we had to spend the next 15, 20 minutes pulling quills out of Ricky's mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. That was cool though. That was a, that was a fun experience.
0: <laughs> that's, that's one of the toughest things with dogs. And like the, the main reason we wanted to train ours was so they wouldn't oh, run off sit? or run out into the street or lose control.
2: Yeah, she, she smelled I this porcupine oh, from oh, no, I can't see it now. 400 <laughs> meters away and went after it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just the,
0: the slowest lay down.
1: Oh, did fit.
0: Okay. Give him some praise.
1: Good boy. Nice. Lie down.
0: Oh, there it is. Good job, bud. Oh, nice. Good boy. <laughs> A thousand more times to oh, be honest, to Wow. <laughs> it's, it's not fun when you're doing it.
1: Yeah. But I guess the other thing is I just don't like usually care. like Right now I do because I'm trying to prove it to you. But typically yeah. like if he doesn't want to lie down, I'm like, okay. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I guess you want to stand. Why do, who am I to tell him what the fuck to do?
0: <laughs> totally your call.
1: Like, obviously I want to have control over him, but if he doesn't feel like lying down, I mean, I do want him to sit when there's a dog. When there is a dog coming, he'll sit.
0: Mm-hmm. This isn't like Shame Jesse Day. This is straight up, we just got on the topic of it because it's somehow become like a spicy issue. And I think it ties into the whole, everything else that's going on now when you don't want to offend a person, you don't want to hurt a dog or like make it feel bad in some way. And I think it's all related. Back in the day, like someone's dad who, who was like, the owner of the dog dog comes over and like tries to jump up on the couch he'd probably whack him with a rolled up newspaper Mm -hmm. and the dog would be like oh don't do that
1: that's literally jeff
0: yeah but like people wouldn't do that now i don't think he gets a newspaper anymore
1: no but every time odin's (laughs) on the couch he's like odin (laughs) off and i'm like oopsies
0: yeah anyway that's all i think about that i don't think it's like a crazy thing (laughs) hey so what's it what's it like uh being friends with the opposite sex—I <laughs> don't know. That's well. That's not good. That's what are to talk about.
1: I meant like I was kidding. Don't you know the answer? You're friends with me.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it's fine.
1: So Has it anyone ever like? questioned your
3: relationship? Did we? You too. In what sense? Just like that, you were more. That you were more <laughs> than uh,
1: just friends. I don't think so. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm sure Danny thought that at the beginning.
0: Oh, no, I think I thought she meant us. I thought Allison was saying, did we question that? Oh, no. Versus, like, yeah, I'm sure everybody's significant other doesn't like it at first.
1: Nick, how'd you feel?
2: That well, was pretty chill. I thought so. Significant
3: other or just like random people that you like meet?
1: Oh, yeah. People always thought we were dating. Yeah. We, yeah, that's true. We applied for the amazing race. Did I tell yeah. You this? Yeah,
0: that yeah. was our our hashtag, was not dating, right? Yeah. Another big thing.
1: Um,. No, I didn't mean anything against Danny. I just think that we had been friends for a couple of years. Odin's literally jumping up in the living room, or in the kitchen window. I'm not getting him. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Just let it go. I know. I just don't know what he wants. Like, he wanted to go inside and now he wants to come outside.
0: He doesn't. Yeah. He just wants attention and he probably wasn't getting in here. So he was just like, oh, I want to go inside. Someone opened the door for me and, I'm like, oh, now they're paying attention to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave him. Sure. Um, no, I just mean like because she wouldn't have known our dynamic. Yeah. Until she started to hang out with us or whatever. Yep. Um. But with Nick, he had girlfriends when we first started hanging out that were good friends. And when we were first, like the first six months of dating, he went on a trip to BC and drove like across the country in a van with two girls. Yep. And slept with them every night.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: So <laughs> I think he had to like. Well if you have girlfriends that you're not banging and not in love with, then you feel like maybe your significant other can have the opposite sex that they're not dating and in love with.
0: I think I'm lost what happened.
1: <laughs> like what do you mean? if Nick has friends that are the opposite sex yeah. uh that he doesn't have feelings towards, then I can have friends that are the opposite sex that I don't have feelings towards. Like it's you can understand it more. Whereas if yeah. you don't have friends of the opposite sex or every time you have a friend that's opposite sex and you want to date them, then you're not feeling like people of the opposite sex are friend-zoned. Did that make sense? I don't
0: know. I, don't, I think I'm still lost on that.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I'm talking in Rob logic.
0: Yeah, right? So, okay. Try one more time then.
1: <laughs> because Nick had friends that were the opposite sex that yep. he didn't want to date or bang, mm-hmm. he could probably believe that I have friends oh. that are the opposite sex that okay. I didn't want to date or bang.
0: Great. Got it. Yeah.
1: So he, so he
0: might be a little less like nervous about it because he's been in the situation and knows that it's possible.
1: Yeah. Like I have a friend in the States Colin, <laughs> who I feel like doesn't think that girls and guys can just be friends. Yeah. And I feel like his relationship is more territorial. And like every time his girlfriend hangs out with guys, I don't think he likes it. Yeah. That's fair. But like, why is that fair
0: to have that that thought? That's just like, being skeptical maybe insecure I don't actually know the person so maybe it's not but and to be fair there's like so even if it is very possible people also know that people can be like silly in anything they do in life so there's always like a risk no matter what and so that's probably what scares most people and then makes them wonder
1: so how do you feel about Danny having friends with other men
0: I feel more comfortable when I know who they are are they all uh, you can't like, say that. They're like people from the docks? No, but they're in that same world. So, like, they still know them. So,
2: homosexual.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're in the fishing dock world.
2: Homosexual fishermen. <laughs> See,
1: why is it funny when Nick says little one liners that are just completely white conservative asshole things to say?
0: Why is it funny? Yeah. Because it's even more taboo now. <laughs> yeah, so you so, only like, think it's funny have...
1: because he says things that people are thinking that he shouldn't say. And it's like, you said that, holy shit
0: that's a huge thing about just comedy in general that's
1: embarrassing for the really? significant other when someone says something racist or chauvinistic or like fucking you know simple-minded
0: and the fact that he wasn't actually saying anything bad about it he was just saying that that's a stat that's okay just, just, if he's just if he's judging different. the lifestyle for being bad now you can say he's homophobic right i don't They're think great. he's homophobic have got nick i got you back i'm moving out <laughs> i don't
2: even remember the joke that this
3: one lady told me but she was an older server at some place in Ottawa and just like stopped in for like a quick bite to eat. And she was like, can I tell you a joke? You seem like you could handle a hilarious joke. (laughs) To you? Yeah. And I was like, go for it. We were talking about my tattoo and I was like, okay. And she was talking about a tattoo she was getting. And then she was just like, "What is a, gynecologist do or something like that because it's so timely right now the way that she was telling the joke was like oh it's such a timely joke what does a gynecologist do he reads lips (laughs) and like went off this big thing and it was like we don't know each other at all (laughs) she's just this random waitress that like leaned in like right up in me and just like told me this."
2: that could have been said a lot better yeah. Like, yeah that's, totally, definitely, that's like, a, a, pretty a pretty weird a thing what do a deaf just person in, exactly, and a yeah. have in common yeah. and, say, and right.
3: then it was just like okay yeah, like thanks and then she like just like walked away but I was like <laughs> why did you tell me that joke like it was yeah, so it was super weird yeah. anyways that's all
2: yeah it wasn't good
1: I think that sometimes when people say things like that and I'm like oh are they like unwell in the head and then I'm like how many times do I just talk to strangers and tell them things that they don't or like talk to them when they're not asking me to talk to them. Yeah, I is, think and then do people think is she unwell?
0: <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You say a lot of things to random people.
1: I thought it was just being friendly.
0: Yeah, Depends you know, where and you maybe are. she thought it was too.
1: Yeah, did you think she was just trying to be your friend? Uh
3: yeah. Definitely. And then but but like it was just such a over the top like a joke that like I wouldn't expect from just a random friend. You know what yeah. I
0: mean? Like
3: Yeah. And the joke wasn't even that Good. So it's just
0: kind of like okay. Anybody, anytime anyone has ever like leaned over to me and like commented on something that was going on in a public place, it's been someone who was like like sixty plus. Yeah. Because they just don't care. They're just like, oh, you'll find this funny. I'll say it. And if you don't think it's funny, who cares? Yeah. They tell
2: you jokes that you heard in like the seventh grade. Yeah. And it's just like,
0: (laughs) I just laugh because of the circumstance of it. I'm like, I can't believe this guy just tried to tell me this joke, and I'm laughing as if like the joke is funny, and I'm probably like egging him on to say more. But. Whatever. I'm kind
1: of alarmed at the like high school party happening next door. It
0: sounds fantastic. Sounds
1: like there's like fifty five people there and there's a pool or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know who those people are. What's you like? like it? Small town living yeah, for it's you. Good. I know, but I haven't heard this.
0: Should we call a uh, bylaw? That's good.
2: No. Let them live. Karen.
0: Yeah, the first time I ever had a party at my parents' place, it was like we never had people over except like five or ten in the basement max. And then we just had like a kegger, and it went crazy. And my neighbor ratted ratted us out to my parents Rat. when they got home.
1: Did you do a keg stand?
0: Did I? oh probably? Mm-hmm. I was great at stand. Me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like a chug.
1: Did I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that you should buy roller skates.
0: I'm not buying roller skates. I'll buy I, I'll buy roller blades again because they're just so much better, and because I used to play roller hockey and I loved it. Yeah, roller hockey is one sweet. of the great great Canadian pastimes, um, but <laughs> roller skates, no. Inline. What, inline, yeah, inline that, blades.
1: That's what you played though, inline hockey? Yeah. You didn't even know the name of it?
2: No, no. What, no, you called roller hockey. So what do you, when you say inline, what do you?
1: I think blades
0: well it has to well, be because the wheels are all in line yeah he's frame. thinking
1: that i'm saying it wrong oh. i know what the other is.
0: day though where you
1: roller skating or rollerblading yeah. oh i said i wanted to go to the the skate park with roller skates and you said you need roller blades and then i talked to matt today at kunstad and i was like i thought that you went to the skate park with skates and he was like no i i go with my blades and he said he has like a like a
2: there's a thing called like an an inline roller blade he
1: has oh something like a track he's like, grid rail or whatever it's got you're... like a
2: real tra- like a grind pad on
1: yeah it. yeah he called it something else that's He it.
2: said you want to go in there and do grinds and stuff with your roller i said skates. i want to go
1: into the roller skates and, and just do like
2: grinds yeah it's not how that not you how can't that go
1: on the rail with roller skates
0: i don't think you can i don't think a rail fits in between the wheels
2: they're designed to be rolling down boardwalks and short shorts and that's it
0: yeah or going around in ovals and elbowing other girls in the face <laughs> <laughs> i used to watch that i'd
2: probably be really good at that
0: it's it's one of the weirdest and most fantastic sports ever. Roller derby.
1: It's a, Guys is it a did it sport? too.
0: They used to. I don't know how popular it is anymore, but I, I know it still exists. Yeah, it used to
2: be on Spike
0: TV. <laughs> yeah, Spike TV. Yeah, before it became. Uh, <laughs> wait.
1: Should we bring it back instead maybe, of uh What was it? Fit Fest, no, it was, we bring back
0: uh, roller. Was it before Spike. Before it was Spike. There were two. Something
1: we could call one roller.
0: was. Man it started something? out as the Nashville Network, TNN, and then that turned into the Man Show. It was, the man show was, was on the not network. Like, it was something like yeah. guys or men. But it was before Spike. It had some other name that did like monster trucks and roller derby and car shows like hot oh, rod shows. What was it? What was it before Spike? That's going to kill me. What shout think it out
3: that? Minutes. What's that? <clears throat> I want to ask Jessie if she prefers to be friends with male or female.
1: Oh, oh. That's Way an to interesting keep us on track. question. Thank you. Uh, in high school... I had a lot of guy friends, and I always thought they were more fun than my girlfriends. That's not true. Sorry to tell my starting friends. <laughs> I just felt like I could go hang out with them, and we would like play games or like drink faster. Whereas if I went to the girls, they'd like be getting ready, and doing the girly things like gossiping or like I don't know. They're yeah. gonna be mad. Whoever listens to this. Whatever. But so I would always they message me at like seven thirty and be like, "What's up?" And I'd be like, oh, "I'm at the Dawsons, like these twins that I would always host pre-drinks." And they're like oh jesse ftb so then they always called me ftb for the boys oh because i was always with the boys Interesting. Okay. and i just was like yeah but also like i mentioned on the previous episode when we were talking about uh phone calls cat calls and call outs thank you awesome. for that yeah,
0: thanks again allison <laughs> helping us out here uh
1: i think the current term of call out culture was not what I had talked about and I said that but I was like I have friends that have been calling me out for being like flaky or changing plans last minute or whatever and I just find like if I do that with guys even Rob who said he finds it annoying he's not gonna guilt me or like not hang out with me again or ignore me for like two weeks or rant via text with a bunch of shit. He'll just get over it and that's it. And I like that about guys. It's like, no fuss, no mess. Um, But it's funny because I was golfing with Amy last week and she was like, I listened to your podcast. Were you talking about me? And I was like, no. Huh? <laughs> Amy, because it was her recently who had gotten mad at me for changing my candidate plans. And
2: oh. and
1: so she and I had a long like back and forth about, I'm just going to do what I want. And she was like annoyed that it was not i wasn't sticking to my plans so i think she felt like i was talking about her but
0: but you weren't i just said i was about like mainly me right
1: well lots of people yeah, yeah. like i just changed That's my fair. plans a lot but allison also like we have like an understanding where you like you'll change the plan sometimes and i'm like oh i'll do it too you yeah. know like you yeah. just expect yeah. it and most of the time we'll hang out but if we like today we were supposed to do work all day and we both felt like not so we didn't yeah and we didn't yeah and yeah. it was fine yeah um but anyways, I just feel like guys just get over things. Like I said last episode, Nick was like, if he says I'm not coming or just doesn't respond or doesn't go, the guys aren't going to say anything. They're not going to get mad. They're not going to be like, what the fuck? They're not going to take it personally. They're not going to not invite him to a future thing. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Nick's busy or like Nick didn't want to come. Like they don't even think about it.
0: They'll just chirp him when he shows up next time in a little bit and then get over it.
1: Maybe, probably yeah. not even.
0: They might. They're like, oh, he finally showed up. And then all of a sudden it's back to normal. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. That made me realize that... I think <laughs> sorry, Tell I'm us right? how you really I, say that in 2020. Yeah. I think my my favorite people to be around with are girls who are like one of the guys in a sense. Those are always the people that I just go for. Yeah, you. I would consider Danny one of those even though she can like, well, you guys both can. You can kind of like do both. But to be just like chill and just get over things, I'd say you're great for that. I feel like Allison's probably the same. Yeah. And pretty much anybody i've been like close with who's a girl has been for that and if they're not i was probably interested in them
1: what could you explain that i missed that
0: um <laughs> as as you said that right as i was like rob why'd you say that that's <laughs> probably <laughs> I gonna get me in trouble in like, some uh, way with some person what? out there oh, let's, no, let's pause and i think on that. okay so the so if if i'm friends with a girl who's like who could be one of the guys and like hang out with all my guy friends and it would be fine that's because It's just more chill right and it's just less stress in all of your friendships so if i was friends with a girl who couldn't do that there's got to be a reason i'm friends with her and it's probably not to hang out with all my other friends in me so this is the interesting part
1: where i feel like men have a different take on opposite sex friendships because i think like i've talked to some of my guy friends who will say if you think a girl is hot Cool and fun. Why wouldn't you want to fuck her?
0: You like your guy friends would say that. Yeah,
1: like like guys are always down to have sex with girls, whether they're ugly or not.
0: No, any sure? Like anything exactly. That fuck, anything that moves.
1: Like I don't want to name your best friend, so I won't. But you know, like he'll have sex
2: with. Them. <laughs> oh, <a> pile.
1: <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> you would think so. Like My if buddy. he finds a girl hot, attractive, and or sorry, attractive, cool and fun.
2: Not even just convenient
1: okay i'm not talking about pile but like i just think that like i can that's the thing like i find you good looking and fun and smart looking at me i don't
2: know who you're talking i'm just
1: like (laughs) uncomfortable that i'm telling you that while you're here but like i think that rob is an attract like unattractive person smart and funny and like you have lots of characteristics but like i'm not like yeah i'll just have sex with you because you know like why not whereas i feel like guys are just like
0: (laughs) you think guys are really like that Well, okay you know what guys i'm not i'm not (laughs) Um, but i meant like i don't really have a better way to describe that i who whoever said that line to you about like the three things what was it cool hot yeah fun sure but if you just said hot all guys would still be like yeah i'll have sex with her but if you add in like cool and fun they'll have sex with her after they've hung out with all their friends in a big group because they can like invite them they feel safe.
1: So then I feel like the whole part of this conversation was like girls can be friends with guys and not think of them romantically or sexually whereas guys can be friends with girls because like that's the line that someone's drawn whether it's they have a boyfriend or they've just been like your friend zoned but still want to have sex with them.
0: Guys can still want to have sex with them but girls might not is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like.
1: Allison has a friend that we both worked with, Lipko, and she doesn't want to have sex with him. But like, yeah. I'm sure if Lipko, if you asked him, like, do you want sex with Allison, He'd be like, yes.
0: Yeah. We're a fucking so primitive, exactly.
1: Here. It's just because y'all are nan- Neanderthals.
0: Wow, so rude.
1: And accurate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, see, I don't see anything wrong with that, though.
1: No, it's just like I think that's part of the conversation is, and that's why it can be maybe a bit tense on relationships when guys see girls, their girlfriend, being friends with guys. And then thinking and knowing, if that guy had the opportunity to fuck you, he would.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the spicy part about all of this because that's just life. Spicy. Yeah. What do you think? There's always that that risk.
2: Boys will be boys. They will and I be. I think that's
0: why everybody's probably like a little bit worried about all of those situations in general. It's like a it's a leg- legitimate worry.
3: But like in this day and age, too, with um, a lot of people. Looking into the same sex and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know why sometimes it doesn't like like you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, okay, watch like, out. You think that Rob's a threat? <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you met Sarah and Allie?
1: Have you met allison No. Yeah, but I'm just saying
3: wow, it's
0: thinking about what? Like, Sarah and Allie.
1: I know, they're not even in the realm of this conversation and they're <laughs> on the tip of your tongue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Easy <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think I got that one. But I you know, know that was the Jesse Robin <laughs> <me either>. thing. <sighs> but like, That's yeah, okay. Fun. So you get like, you get annoyed about the same set or you get annoyed about like, you know, you being friends with like a guy or Rob or something like that. But like what if some random chick was like to hit on you at a bar or something like that? You know what I mean? And it's what just like that happens either? pretty yeah. often with these bad boys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, like, there's also, like, those types of things that could
3: potentially happen. So, like, I don't know. Jealousy is definitely a weird one for me. And just, like, um, I think just accepting, um, like, different friendships. I think that people need different friendships in their life and need different, I don't know, people. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think it's, like, that's got to be the hardest thing to get over is that it's just, like, knowing what people are like. There's always, like, that potential. Yeah. Even if you're, like absolutely not attracted to someone you just happen to be friends with them you've still considered it in one way or another which is really weird yeah it's just super strange yeah and i think it's just people are afraid to admit that they're that they're people when it comes to that yeah you gotta trust your willpower
3: yeah and just like be open and honest with like how you feel about people or just like i don't know where i was going with that but yeah
1: okay well I have two things to say. I'm going to say both of them and then you can talk about them. I think that one of the things that Allison said is very like Alison-esque. And I wonder what you think (laughs) of this in the sense that she was like, I think that people like you or whoever get certain things from certain people. So like, you know, you have certain people in your life that like play a certain role or part or like add something to your life or teach you something. So you have a bunch of them. Whereas that was just one thought and that. And then also, you had asked me if I prefer to be friends with guys or girls. I don't think I fully answered it. I think in high school, I hung out with a lot of guys and girls. Now, I like cherish my best friends, obviously, which just happen to be men and women. Uh, So, I'll hang out with either. But what about you? Do you prefer to be friends with men or women? Because I tried to be your friend for like three years until you let me in. (laughs) Literally, she hated me when she met me. We should talk about that. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, you can hate me all you want. I'm going to make you love me.
3: (laughs) And... And yeah, like you've definitely turned my view on like having a solid friendship
2: with. Wait, wait. So what are your what were your first impressions?
3: I mean, I just didn't like how Jesse came into my life. Like, I just feel like it was kind of just the fact you you know this, but like Get out of my life. <laughs> tell the people. I don't know. It was just tough. Like you had gotten hired somewhere where I had felt like there was somebody else that I wanted to have that job and it was just purely based off of the fact that I like being efficient and I like had been training somebody for that job and when Jessie got the job it was just a
1: little bit tough but her boss Mm. hired me without really like Consulting Alison, who had someone trained for the role that would have been better at the role.
2: So that was a political. So her boss was, was a, like, that was "Hey, that's f- nice. Connection. Shh, don't, we don't
1: name drop here. <laughs> Peanut gallery. Stop talking. Um, but so yes, I came in because I had different customer service, yeah, uh, like offerings. Yeah, and like you know, then the person that you hired that would have been good efficient wise. Yeah, but it wasn't was what that? your boss was looking for. Right. Please edit that out. Yeah so edit that out too but the older boss of allison's thought that the person that allison had trained who would have been really good at the job didn't have the right customer service for like a front-facing thing
2: Mm -hmm. But who ended up getting uh,
3: that job jesse's job after jesse had moved on there was the job would have been like it was perfect for both of them really in one aspect someone was better at great customer service and on the other aspect someone was great at technical ability which is something that i found that we needed because we just needed to be quick and we needed to pump stuff out but i do value the customer service aspect of things so looping back around to jesse yeah like i feel like we definitely or i felt like we got off on the wrong foot but it was only because like it was in a stressful workplace but jesse started baking some stuff and like bringing <laughs> thankful Thursdays oh bringing God. in like baked Thank goods that? I named them yeah. I brought treats every Thursday yeah. <laughs> and that was really sweet and like you know I definitely could tell that you were passionate and that's a huge thing for me it's just like when someone's really passionate about something and you came in and you were always just really happy and excited Passion. to be there so that kind of reflected on everyone Which part?
2: else what part is she passionate about though? i have an
3: infectious personality yeah.
2: making friends at work or the customer service <laughs>
3: the <both>? <laughs> the both. Yeah. oh god i'm trying to give jesse a compliment here ruining it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways yeah that that's kind of how that started and then um yeah i mean it probably took us like three years to finally become friends but when
1: oh, I was years, oh not right? for me we were friends within like three yeah. months <laughs> yeah. 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 but I was just like you want to hang out blah, blah, blah. actually I specifically remember really loving Allison and I think that people like put me in like this mainstream basic box and I have a lot of fucking colors to me okay but um <laughs> I loved Allison because she just is so like herself and you know she knows what she wants and she doesn't like apologize for it which I think is super great in a human you're like that too like you're just like you're your own person and you don't give a shit what other people think yeah sometimes. Um, anyways, so when you got the new job after where we worked together, I don't know why I'm being secretive. You're turning into me. Yeah. Yeah. So after OSEG, you got a new job and I was like, oh, I'm feel like now like people are just friends through work because of like proximity or seeing each other every day. And I was like, I really want Allison to know that like, I really like her and I want to stay friends. So we went for a like farewell dinner with Amy and Dara, I think at Pure Kitchen. And I wrote you a note.
3: And that- definitely made me cry, and that was very nice of you. I still have that safe.
1: I mean, I wrote you a card. I don't know if a note sounds more like lesbo.
3: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know
1: we need to backtrack from the fact that I said, what about the other sex? But... Yeah, 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 I wrote you a card and just told you, like, what I thought was cool about you and how you inspired me and, like, the reasons I wanted to stay friends. And I was like, if you think that we're going to stop being friends because you don't work at OSEC anymore, think again. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just, like, persistent at keeping in touch. Yeah,
3: which is good. For sure, because if not then like we wouldn't have a business together now, probably. That's
1: true. Okay. Also true. But I think the main point was do you rather would you rather be friends with men or women? And you were like, Oh, I think Jesse has shown me that being friends with women is okay. Is that what you were trying to say? Yeah,
3: because like I just I mean it relates back to your point of like the men thing where you there's just no fuss or like anything mm-hmm. like that, you know? I Definitely have some bullying issues from, like, girls back in the day and... Bitches. Be bitches. Yeah. And so then I turned to, like, a guy group growing up. Same thing. Even, like, through high school, it was, like, a lot of men that I would hang out with or guys or whatever. And um, that just transferred into, you know, later life. And I'm definitely a solo hang person, too. Like, I'm not very big, like, group hang person. So I find that girls, a lot of the time... You know, we all get together
1: and it's just like a big group hang kind of thing. And
3: I'm not group always about that. Whereas, like, no, 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 I can no, just, no, like... no, no, no.
1: Peanut gallery. There was a time where we were still new friends and we went to the Pink concert. It was like Dara, Mal, Me, You, Amy, yeah. and you had the be- best time.
3: Yeah, that was good. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was a concert, though, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I was in my own element. Yeah, that's true.
0: That actually reminded me what Allison was saying. Um, my sister's like a year and a half older than me.
1: That's it? Yeah. I always think she's so much older than you.
0: Nope. Just How like you and your girlfriend. She's so much older than me. She's two years older for three months until my birthday. She's
1: an 85.
0: I am not going to answer any of these questions, but no. And
1: <laughs> she's in 86.
0: I, once again, I said I'm not going to answer but that But my question. brother's
1: in 85, and sure. you always think he's way older because he has kids. And that's why I think Carrie is older because she has a kid. His
0: whole personality, his whole life. Same night with night her, style. though.
1: Like the fact that she went through, like, you yeah. know, the things that she went through. That's fair. Like years ago, it yeah. made me makes me feel like they're older because I haven't even approached having to go through those things. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, that's you fair. know, if so, you yeah. had kids when you were 25 and now you're 30 with five year old kids, like, you. You seem forty-five to me.
0: Yeah, where she's at in (laughs) life is like, is yeah, yeah, seems like it's way ahead. But like watching her grow up, I, I could see the same thing. I don't know if she had a lot of guy friends. I think most of her friends were girls at the time. But like they were savages. Yeah. Holy shit! I remember hearing like my dad talk (laughs) about it too. Like later on, just like reliving stories that I didn't quite know about, and I went like, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I can't believe how like how girls are to each other sometimes. I don't, I really don't think guys are as bad when they're like, boys are as bad when they're, when they're young.
1: For sure. I agree. I think it's fun. And like, I remember my mom would say things to me and I just thought she was pretty quick to judge people or whatever. And I'd be like, my friends are so great. And then like five years later when I like hated that friend, she'd be like, I tried to tell you, or I knew all along, but I didn't want to say anything. That's right. when the parents like, no. And it's like, how'd you know that that person, my best friend would like sleep with my big crush, yeah. you know? And it's like, oh, I could tell that that. 14 year old girl had like daddy issues or like yeah. all she talked about were boys you know yeah. and like that girl doesn't give a shit about friendships she just cares about being liked by boys but your parents aren't gonna tell you that at 15 be like oh watch out for her she's gonna sleep
0: with your crush yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah they, they just can't say that no but They're... then looking
1: back my mom's like oh yeah that girl was boy crazy and you're like yeah wow she was <laughs> yeah I, now i see lex and ali like going through things and i realize like when they think like things are the biggest deal ever or you know when you would like listen to a song when you were 16 and you felt like you knew what love was and you knew like everything was so serious and now you look back and you're like I was so stupid (laughs) yeah you think you're in love and maybe you are but like I don't know what do you think
0: yeah that's a weird thing I would I would that's why one of the many reasons why I couldn't have kids
1: couldn't or shouldn't or won't
0: don't want I won't say won't ever, because I know people change their minds, but like right now, yeah. If this mindset were to live with me for the rest of my life, then no, I won't. You know what I mean?
3: No, did you follow that?
0: I'm just saying like, I could I could have a change of heart at some point and I wouldn't feel that I was a hypocrite. I would just think that like, I literally just had a change of heart and what I my priority shifted, which happens.
2: Rob would train his kids like he trains his dogs. I would what? You train your
0: kids like you train your dogs. Yes, I would have the <laughs> toughest time, yeah. I don't know what I would do. You I would spank all them. These-
1: Is that illegal nowadays to spank your kids?
0: You know I'm what? Spank you. I don't actually Today? know. Sit. But I but I wouldn't want Sorry.
1: to. You
3: edit that out.
0: I think it I think it like fucks people up for the same for similar reasons. Because like obviously, yes, like it's two separate theories. But I would struggle so much with um that quote of like Sit. you have to prepare your like kids for the road, not the road for your kids, which sort of seems to be like the whole problem with what's going on Wait, today
2: what should you True. do that's a good thing prepare like your that. kids for the
0: road not the road for your kids so like you want to like make them adaptable to everything and be able to like roll with the punches and know what's ahead of them and just be ready as a human being instead of making things easier for them you know what i mean oh yeah you don't so want like it, you, you don't want be, to
1: enable your kids
0: yeah so like in the example of like knowing that at some point one of if you have like a daughter or well, anybody but i'll use this example you have a daughter like one of her friends is going to hook up with a guy that she likes at some point in your life but you don't want to straight up say that or be like hey i got some like weird feelings i saw some of your friends hanging out at the pool and like these two are looking at each other in a weird way like you don't want to be doing that because you're going to get in your own kid's head and they're going to probably become neurotic you just kind of have to give them the ability to know that like life will go on when something happens and then you're just going to have to watch it happen because yeah, you know what happens to weird. every single kid that is weird and knowing that that's going to happen and just waiting for it to yeah, happen with so someone true. who's so innocent
1: yeah fuck that that's so true i yeah. never thought of it that I'd way i'd rather have
0: the kid that does all the bad things and just be like no hey then you, like, you like you did have you learn evil something spawn. don't do it again y- yeah you might but like
1: fuck no man my friend that has had sex with my crush was exiled from the
0: group yeah
1: sure. you don't want to have that kid
0: no, you don't want to, but it's probably no, a little bit easier because they're just going to be angry again? about it. They're not going to be like necessarily, I don't actually know, like sad and like re- and, and like self hating and saying like, what's wrong with me that they went for that person. They're going to be like, oh yeah, I fucked up. I guess I shouldn't have done that. You know, and I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm saying it's easier as a parent potentially to have that kid than it is to have like the kid who's going through all the negative things. You know what I mean? I don't know how true this is but I don't want either of those kids, so. (laughs) I'm
3: excited to ask my dad, I'm not excited, but I want to know my dad. I've been best friends with this one girl since I was like five years old. And then like during grade eight, everyone like turned on me and was just like, no, like we don't want to be friends with you anymore. And like got like severely bullied, like shit written on the wall, all this kind of stuff. Apparently in grade nine, the one girl shit in a bag. And then they like put it on my doorstep. Because I was a big piece of shit.
1: <laughs> wow. That's not <laughs> Anyways, funny. That's terrible. But it's I never black, saw the piece of you. shit.
3: I never saw it. My dad must have cleaned it up. So my she dad found out. My Allison found
1: this out recently from like Don't a girl who boots, was part of dad? that group. Part of
3: it. The girl that was. I was. Friends and Allison with. was
1: like, "What?" Because she never saw it. Yeah. So her and then dad she must was, have discarded it. Yeah. The Damn. shit. And
3: then they were like, and then the her boyfriend was there who we also went to high school with and was like, "Oh my god, I saw Charlotte shitting in the bag that time and I was wondering where you guys were doing with that." Also, how
1: fucking weird is it to so shit fucking in a bag? Weird. Yes. Like if you were just in a group like, "I'm going to shit in this bag." I guess it's a boys. I would <laughs> never you're,
0: just you're like You're literally making me laugh just thinking <laughs> about it.
1: I would never be like, "Hold this bag, Allie, while I shit Are in you the guys not- I would never be like la- <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Have
3: you guys not
2: seen the beginning of- I guess. But
1: still, well, it's just, just like <laughs>
3: But you know don't what I mean. It like, you, like some people, some parents would probably
1: protect you. I guess. It's
3: shit, yeah. So You've never
1: asked your dad about that since you found out.
3: No, I I want to ask him about him. I don't want to talk to him over the phone and be like, hey, like, did you clean that get shit on, up? or live, right?
2: <laughs> I, I know. Right?
1: Yeah. Can we FaceTime a minute? <laughs> get him on. Get him
2: hey, on. Yeah, uh, right?
1: no. you're on air. Yeah. Just wondering about that shit bag. Yeah. Shit. Literal shit bag, not figurative.
2: How
0: many bags I of when, shit uh, have you picked? My sister up was dating a guy, but she was maybe like first year undergrad or the end of high school, something like that. And they had some sort of like bad breakup. I don't know what exactly happened, but she was just like, never want to see him again, kind of thing. And he was like a
2: shit in the bag. (laughs) Um,
0: He was like really tech savvy and was like helping my dad with computer stuff. And then I randomly like came home one day and he was at the house, just like working on something on the computer. I was like, why the hell is this guy here? I thought like he was never supposed to like, Come back. She never wanna see him. Blah, blah, blah. And my dad was just like, I told him I'd like give him a few bucks if he like did this thing for me. Like, I figure it's fine. And at the time I was like, Are you like betraying her in some way because you're <laughs> supposed to be like supporting her? Now I totally get it. He did not know about the stuff. This guy did. He was like, he's good, cheap labor. Why would I not have him do it? My sister's gonna get over it at some point. It'll be perfectly fine. And now I think she looks back and is probably like. Yeah, whatever, I understand why he did it.
1: Wait, so you think that your dad had no idea and still hired him? Or your dad knew and hired him? I think
0: he knew, but also knew what her life would turn into. That like this was a drop in the bucket in the big picture and was willing to push through it and like have her get a little extra pissed off at him about it because he knew that there would be like a good gain for him and eventually she would understand. And I just think that's such a bold like parenting move. Yeah. And at first I didn't like it and now I do.
1: You're just like your dad, eh?
0: Yeah. It scares me. I know what I was gonna say because <laughs> wow.
1: when um, over there, the peanut gallery acts like Jeff. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Jeff. I find Stop it so it.
0: strange. Yeah, I wish I had the confidence to like ask him questions about life, but I what? don't.
1: What? Where's your lack of confidence come from? Do you get that from your mom?
0: What? Uh, literally, I think you're right. Oh. Yeah.
1: I no never asked you.
0: You know what? I don't know what my dad was like when he was growing up, right? Maybe he had the same kind of upbringing that I did, and maybe that like translates but yeah my my mom I don't know you know what I don't know what she was like as a kid either but Wait is she just like timid? Very. No way. Yeah. Yeah. When she like she, when she gets to know somebody and like gets comfortable with them she's she's all in. Are you timid? I don't know. I think I think But your less. dad's bold. Well, he is now. But what was he like before? You I don't know, know but I, mean? I
1: always think that people just don't give a fuck as they like approach 50, 60. It's like what are you worried about? Your Instagram model pick? Yeah, like,
0: sure. No. But the way he is now, he was also, I can, as best I can remember, he was that way when he was in his early 40s, which I would guess I would have been like a teenager at the time, maybe. You think Did he's you the same
1: him? as he is? I don't or see as he any difference it? in his
0: personality from what it was like back then over the last like 20 years.
1: So what about you? Like- where do you get your personality traits from, your mom or your dad? Do you have good ones from either? Like, tell us about them. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably pretty split. Um, is your mom or dad, like, are one of them more bold than the other, bolder?
3: No, I think they're both pretty, like, quiet and just, like, stay in their lane, do their own thing. And it is what it is. Like, I get my money since. Um, I actually think from both of them, like my mom did a lot of like finance stuff and I really appreciate that like from my upbringing is just like my mom worked in a bank and she did finance stuff and like my dad was an urban planner and so they both just had like pretty generic jobs but I don't know I feel like they taught me a lot of stuff but I probably have more on my dad's side in me and my brother has more on my mom's side. I mean like that's just like body traits probably at the, like, top line of it. Like, I definitely have a lot of, like, more of my dad's, like, health issues, eyes, body type, like, skin, that kind of stuff. And my brother just has more of my mom's side of things. And then as for, like, I don't know. Actually, I guess I never really thought about it in terms of... Personality? Yeah. Okay, so back to... When me and my brother kind of looked back at what... We watched this home video the other day of when my grandfather passed away. We had this like recording and we saw how like empty our house was. And it was kind of like really weird to see because like, we didn't really like realize how empty our house was until we looked back at it now. But like, you know what I mean? There's like a mantle and there's like nothing on it. we had like one picture in the living room and like we have this like big house. Like it was a great like upbringing and like, You know, now when I look back, I'm like, okay, we were, you know, fairly well off, but like there wasn't a lot of like, I don't know, stuff or like love or just like that kind of stuff in the house. So it's kind of like weird to look back on. And so sometimes I maybe think that I just blocked that out and I'm not really sure. Like I, I think that I've just gained a lot of my insight in the world from the people around me and the people that I've like I've grown up with. You know and that's what i kind of like about meeting new people or like those one-on-one conversations Is just like when you have a one-on-one conversation i think that there's so much more in depth than if you were like to meet a group of like five different people so like i would learn stuff from like kelly's family my best friend like growing up and like take things from like what her household had and what she has and then i would go to like caitlin's house and like you know see like what that was kind of like and like her dad was kind of abusive and, like, definitely, like, hit us over the head a couple of times with, like, like you know those phrases that you would, like, break in half yeah. and he would just be like, here you go and, like, smack it over us and, like, be like, here you go. Like,
0: thinking it was funny?
3: Yeah. Oh, and, weird. like, and we don't realize, like, as a kid, like, what that was like. And so, like, you know, I guess maybe I, I'm not really sure, like, because I just really don't look back as much as I try and just look forward to be like, okay, like that's that, and here we go. So I think that I picked up a lot more things from the friend groups and the people that I hung out with when I was younger more than I did, like, my parents.
0: You know what, yeah. I probably did the same until, like, university level.
3: Yeah. Now I appreciate them, and now I'm, like, you know, I spent a lot of time with my grandfather in his last ages where I was, like, trying to learn more about him and his upbringing and trying to learn about my dad, and I want to start doing the same thing with my dad and, like, my mom, and like building that relationship but when i was younger was not there fair yeah i
0: feel like yours was your parents are pretty open eh no jesse's or (laughs) yours jesse's yeah they got no filters they're so different than mine
1: yeah but yeah i don't know they have their nuances like i think they're open but like Whenever people are like, oh, are you going to be, like, engaged or married soon? I'm like, nah, but I love my mom's engagement ring. And I would <laughs> I would think that I should have it because I don't know if she loves my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom just, like, discards that or, like, deflects that question or, like, raises... Do you just, ask your mom that? I'm like, can I, I have your engagement to... ring? You don't even need it. You don't even no, love but, dad.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. That's such a Jesse. thing. <laughs> but,
1: like, I'm joking and she, like, laughs at me. Okay. And, like, they've just had a lot of stuff that they couldn't control like i think drive a wedge between them like a lot of challenging things that they stuck by each other through which i think you know like nowadays when people in a relationship have rocky waters is that what it's called no rough waters yeah rocky what would the rocky rocky (laughs) road ice Mm, cream i think that when people have those like Obstacles or challenges that come up in long-term relationships, people are like, oh yeah, I'm done. Or like people get divorced more often, you know, whereas I think that their generation was forced to stick it out. So then I've always thought, oh, do people just like, does do they just stay together because it was easier than separating? Or are they just like trying to work through it? I don't know.
0: I have no idea. That fascinates me. That whole thing. I wish I could interview like everybody's parents. Just so I can figure that out. Yeah, Yeah. because there's
1: so many. I'm sure like 99% of them have had like, you know, discrepancies. Is that what you want to call them?
0: I don't know. What are you saying? That's not what I want to call them. No. Discretions. Indiscretions? Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, like I'm sure 99% of our friends' parents have had indiscretions. But then maybe not. Like, I don't know. I know friends of mine whose parents have been married since high school. It's like, you've literally slept with one person? That's what I mean. But I feel like yes, I feel like yes, they've only slept with one person. Like I know a girlfriend of mine who's been married or dating since high school and married soon after high school and I would be bet my life that she's only had really? been with that person. Don't you think that's kind of sad?
0: I mean, I mean, not nah.
3: sad. Like, some people are just like that's all that they like that's what they really want. Too. You know what I mean? Like I think it's almost like if I actually like talk to somebody and they were like, I've been with this person like my whole life. And like, this is like who I want. And like, I've only had sex with this one person. Like it kind of warms my heart a little bit. But how do
1: they know if that's all they've had? I know. I don't know, but
0: maybe it helps. Yeah. Maybe it helps to not know Yeah. Picture people growing up now that they're like 11 and they see like porn everywhere. And they have like all these like false assumptions about what things are going to be like. Yeah. I bet they're just, those are the ones who just want to like see everything before they decide. And maybe that's why people are now pushing later and later, like settling down.
1: Yeah, I also think it's probably. What am I supposed to do?
0: Just ignore it right now. If you're not willing to smack him in the face, I'll smack
1: him. Odin, come here. (laughs)
0: Odin,
1: come here.
0: Don't do that. He
1: wants on the couch. Yeah. Should I not let him?
0: I mean, like, if you are now deciding you want to, like, switch your philosophy on, then no, don't let him. But, like, if you want to let him on, go for it. Just know that if he wants on later and he whines about it, that's why.
1: Come on. Lie down. Lie down.
2: Sweet. <laughs> he's like,
1: he's Lie down. <laughs> he's
0: probably so fucking happy right now.
3: Lie down. Awesome. I hope the mosquitoes eat you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's cute.
1: Sorry. Why? I feel like you're disappointed in me. No, i not. <laughs> this is if, all he wanted. If you were
0: out there saying like I have my dog so well trained I am the best and then that happened I'd be like come on but if you're just like I want him to come on here and he wants to come up here so I'm going to let him. Okay. Doesn't bother me. What were we just
1: talking about?
0: Deep shit. Guns, I, think. I mean okay <laughs> so we'll retract back to the
3: um, question to Rob. Do you prefer being friends with
0: you're so good at keeping Girls us or track. guys. This is fantastic. What do you mean we
2: just got off
3: track
1: for 30
2: minutes? And she brought us back. Did yeah.
1: you? I have. I did the last three, but she gave us the format. Allison is an executive producer,
0: I get it. Um, I it's slowly shifted. Yeah. If if you're talking like high school, I probably mainly would have wanted to be friends with girls. And then now. It's probably <laughs> 50. What's that? It's
3: high school. Yeah.
0: Did I say that? No. no Nick oh, Nick Oh, I always say things funny and then you call me out on it. So I thought that was another one. Um, and well, now it it's, down? I don't know, 50-50. Yeah. All I like a good mix now. All those
2: boys down at the docks.
0: I mean, I don't know if I'm friends with any of them, like outside of boats. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, you know what? I really don't think I am. I've gotten, like, kind of close to, like, one or two, but they left pretty quickly. I don't know. It's really weird. I bet if... So, like, picture Brent and Jared. I picture them, yes. Oh, yeah.
1: No, that sounded weird.
0: (laughs) In... If I knew them in high school, I don't know if I would have been friends with them.
1: Well, you were different then.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Oh, Brent,
3: no music, Brent? I feel like
0: Jared was probably considered, like like one of the cooler kids yeah, in high school. he played,
2: he played a little junior hockey.
0: But Brent would have been in there because he's just like, Brent he's, he's pretty good at sports and that would have, that would have helped. And he's I good looking. I didn't play many sports and I think that like immediately kind of sets you back in a way unless you do other stuff. Any of my friends who didn't play sports in high school were all friends because of drama. Whereas I took like computer business stuff instead. It was are like you friends with Brent?
1: Years. Is he friends with Brent? Brent, Jared and Rob are best friends and they live together. Yeah. Brent Brent, that
3: doesn't like music, you're friends with Brent that doesn't like music. You know what's funny is- Alison
1: will never think of Brent in in any other way than he doesn't like music because she often finds a common thread between people and their music because she likes a vast variety, (laughs) vast, she loves a vast offering. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> um, and so she asked Brent about music one time and, or maybe I told her, yeah. I don't know. He was we like, were I do listen, we yeah, yeah, listen music. To, yeah, it's I listen to podcasts, <laughs> and I also wasn't allowed to watch TV when I grew up, so I just read books and I know everything about everything. True. Uh, anyways, sorry. I but, just had to say something about it. Because yeah, I think so it's she, funny. Every time I say Brent, I'm like, you know, my friend Brent, she, I know Brent, he doesn't like music. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, Brent, she, oh, the one that doesn't like music. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, you got a bad
0: rep. It used to irritate me so much that he didn't listen to music. And I kind of get it now because now just because of the way the world is, I'm, um, what's the word? Consuming all of the things that I can now. So I listen to way more like podcasts and audiobooks than I do music right now, but I don't want to. Okay.
1: But how do you stay focused? Like I'll listen to a podcast while I'm doing the dishes or blah, blah, blah. But if I'm doing work, I can't listen to a podcast and write an email.
0: I can't do it in writing email. I listen to music then. I still listen to a ton of music. Okay. But if I'm like cooking, doing because I cook simple English things, it's a lot easier for me to listen to like an audiobook or something. And as much as I like music, I think I'm saddened by the fact that music will not be part of my professional life necessarily. And so I'm more interested in like what could be. So things that are like more political, I'm like now more into that because I see a relationship between me investing my time in that and that helping me later in life.
1: Just being well informed or being able yeah. to podcast with great topics, because then you should find another co-host.
0: It's it, no, it has. It's not really about the podcasting part. No, it's more about just the, um, like getting involved in in the political world.
1: You want to be a lobbyist.
0: I don't know if I want to commit to anything. I would much rather be. I don't know. Maybe someday. <laughs> They'll oh somebody will like truly start like um, a very dog
1: overboard
0: neutral collection of media in some way, and I'd like to be part of that, but I think it's nearly impossible. Sorry, when people start talking about
1: politics, my mind and eyes glaze over. Yeah, I know. Um, anyways, back to Odin yeah. falling off the couch.
0: Yeah, just sure. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, so like I respect the fact that you listen to podcasts because he just wants to get smarter and smarter. And somehow, in between, I won't say the ages, but in the last two years of my life. I have now decided that, like, I need to learn a lot more and get a lot more involved because I'm now close to death.
1: Learn a lot more and get a lot more involved in what the world. Mm -hmm. I think that there's definitely value
3: in podcasts for sure. (laughs) Well, I hope so. (laughs) But
0: she's being careful now.
3: (laughs) But but (laughs) but, I mean, like, in terms of saying, like, getting smarter because of podcasts no it, or like learning
1: well yeah just
0: learning. I think podcasts are a very small factor yeah when i say podcasts i mean like the two or three that i find yeah that regularly have smart people on that yeah. i can learn from and then i go and listen to their audiobooks after yeah yeah and
3: it's definitely interesting like to hear other people's thoughts and like what's going on in the world and you know i listen to some ted talks and i'll listen to some like music podcasts and that kind of stuff and so like i do value those aspects too but like Sometimes I just feel like that was killer back then. <laughs> but, like, sometimes I just feel like people think that they gained so much insight from podcasts, but I retract and I go, think for your fucking self sometimes. That's fair. Where I'm just like, you know, your thoughts are just as valued as somebody else that's just talking on a podcast. And just because that they're talking on a podcast doesn't mean that they're the smartest person in the world. It can also like yeah okay like they can open your mind and be like oh wow i never thought about that but like i also want you to like take your thoughts and like make those the forefront too that's fair yeah i
0: very much agree with that i would say that if you don't include like the maybe two or three podcasts i listen to because i feel like i've evaluated them well enough that i think i'm actually learning things by listening to them almost all of the rest are going into the the bag of knowledge that I can shut down. Yeah. So it's like dissenting opinions of what I currently believe. I just want to listen to everything so I can like fully evaluate it. Yeah. And that's also because I didn't get into listening to that stuff until I was as old as I am now. And I feel like pretty confident. Shut it. <laughs> I feel pretty confident that like I am the most critical person I know when 32. it comes to believing new knowledge that's thrown at me. Yeah. So I'm like extremely skeptical. Yeah. So I would never recommend that someone else do that unless i knew the person and trusted that they wouldn't just blindly believe it because obviously there's dozens of audiobooks and podcasts getting tossed around right now that people are just blindly listening to and it just like makes my blood boil so Mm -hmm. i've listened to all of that stuff just out of curiosity yeah and all of it i just think shit (laughs) in the end but i've listened to it just like out of curiosity yeah yeah I don't think I learned like a ton from those things because it's a lot of people who decide that their opinions are probably right and then speak their mind and then people just go like, oh, they're doing all the thinking for me. Like, let me just like listen to it.
3: Exactly, just like, oh, yeah. they're
0: well-spoken, they're popular. Um, it must be right or at least like on the right track. So yeah. I don't know, I'm just extremely critical and that's why I take in all the info. I'm very afraid to speak my mind if it's not um, well-informed. Yeah. I think that's my biggest Same. fear. Yeah. And, and then I just can't believe that so many people do that i just go all right i just need to like fast track all of this knowledge so then if i ever tell someone to like fuck off or that i like don't believe what they're saying i'll at least have like enough confidence to back it up yeah even though it's probably not necessary
3: no but i love being informed on that aspect of things so that if i do need to be like fuck off that's totally not true you know what i mean and then like not like i ever would it's probably pretty out of my personality to do that but like (laughs) (laughs) you know just to like be able to speak on it knowledgeably than knowledgeable.
0: But then I'm even more excited when I like shut that off and I can just put on taking back Sunday Louder now and blast it and then yeah. not think about podcasts anymore. You know yeah. that album Nick? You should listen to it. <laughs> it's one of the best albums ever created <laughs>
1: yeah. knowledgeably is a word. Knowledgeably? Yeah.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anybody say it. Did Allison Allison say it? Did. Oh nice there you I go. I mean when
3: I write stuff I usually have to get jesse to write it look it over because she's got a really good vocabulary in her brain.
0: We just looked at each other like really?
3: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know one time i got her to rewrite one of my little report things for me and i reread it and i was like wow i always just need somebody to like take my th- slang words and just like my thoughts in my brain and be able to like project it into nice terms and jesse did that for me one time and it was just really nice
1: i'm sorry do you think i'm a bad writer
0: do i yeah <laughs> no, no no i just no i sometimes being careful now no, i'm just kidding i think <laughs> You don't want to be bothered by something necessarily. So you'll just be like, you'll say it and then you'll say like, that's good enough. And if you really decided that it was important to you, you would be able to like make it better. So I could see you critiquing something that Allison wrote and giving good feedback on it. And if you wrote it yourself, you might just be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't need to make something perfect, but I could if I wanted to. Anyways. I'm literally trying to, in a nice way, describe (laughs) the difference in our personalities. (laughs) Where I would spend so much time trying to perfect something that no one would even notice, and you would be much more okay. But you're talking
1: about general things. I'm talking about writing. I think I'm a decent writer.
0: Well, I didn't say you weren't a decent writer. I think I was talking about, like, a generality of if you want to be.
1: Can you follow him all the time? <laughs> He tries to be so, like, diplomatic and cryptic. Yeah. I mean, it ends up being cryptic.
3: I mean, you guys are also best friends for how long now?
0: Six. Seven. Seven years. Yeah, eight.
3: Nick, do you want to go on cam now? Hey, this is the producer, uh, Nick talking uh, dick, dick,
2: penis.
0: (laughs) 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 We cut it off when you two were discussing something, and Jesse was about to respond. I don't know what it was.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do remember earlier we had talked about something, but that's not where we left off, but it was like about, this is circling back, definitely not to where we left off, but um, that like our parents and our, like the generation that our parents grew up in slash are still in, like fight through it or whatever, or like keep their relationship going. Yeah, to something toy. along those
0: lines, yeah. That wasn't
1: where we left off, but I was just thinking about how nowadays, like As I'm in my 30s and most of my friends do have significant others. Okay, two thoughts. (laughs) What I was trying to say about our parents work through it. Now I feel like people have so many options. Not necessarily our demo because a lot of our friends are shacked up or married or whatever. um, But like 20 to 30 now a days. Have so many options. So it's like, oh, okay. Like I went on a date with a cool guy. He was funny, smart, like nice but like what else is out there you know because like i can just check on this app like that's and true. swipe and like it's a lot more Fumble, tinder whatever it's just like i feel like people are always looking for the next thing like a friend of ours who might listen to this podcast i feel like is always list- looking for like the next best thing or like if the guy doesn't check every box like yeah. you don't check every box sorry but you check a lot of them and that's great but like if you want someone <laughs> who checks every box <laughs> You're never going to find someone. You're just going to keep looking and keep swiping and keep dating.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh.
0: If you picture like maybe 40 years ago, I don't know how many generations that is. Three. Baby boomers, right? When they were starting to like get married.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Or like maybe even our parents when they first like met whoever they Our moms. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, yeah they definitely didn't know what was out there and if you look at the world now there's so many single driven people in their 30s so if you aren't married yet you got time
1: what sorry what
0: i'm just I'm single saying,
1: driven i don't know what that means
0: Single, like sing- in a
1: car driving to work in a single lane
0: no jesse
1: Obviously
0: not no um
1: Okay, you're out of here. Take this mic I off. Should, I who should, should say him?
0: <laughs> single and... But
1: what do you mean single driven? Like people that want to be single?
0: No, no, no. Just like very eligible. Like, so I my guess is if you 30 years ago, I have no fucking idea. If you were in your 30s and not married, people might be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, correct. The, these people wouldn't be as eligible. They wouldn't be people that you would actually be interested in. When I say driven, I sort of meant like people who are still like chasing after life and not giving um, the settling down side a thought just yet, they're still like career driven. Maybe is what I was trying to say, and they're people that like when they start to consider what their Somebody life might be like. Setting fired up, up a the firebird over yeah, there. nice. It sounds great. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So I, I think in however many generations ago that was, you would be a lot more pressured to. <laughs> find somebody before you hit that age because most people were settling down and if you hadn't found somebody a lot of people are getting locked up around then
3: so like your your
0: options were fewer and further between whereas now there's a lot more and you know who they are
1: yeah I don't know man I feel like it must be still more traditional than you're saying because like out of my girlfriends and I have probably more than the average person in terms of friends, I know like two sing- single women.
2: Back to the original topic.
1: Okay, so uh, Brent is single, Allie's single. Because he and doesn't like music. Jill is single.
2: <laughs> like, Maybe that's why Brent's single. Because every girl's like, what the fuck's this guy not like music?
1: No, I think Brent's just really picky and like probably has high standards.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah, he's one of those people that every single box has to be checked twice.
1: No, I
3: could see that. Yeah.
0: Very, but I don't really know aside him from that the well. the murder part, very American Psycho. Oh really? Oh, I see. Like well, the movie? If, yeah. You ever seen it? It's worth watching, but it's it's weird.
1: Yeah, I know. I remember seeing but, like, pre- he pieces just, of like, it when I was Has a shit
0: together. Very particular, but like smart. I don't think he's got the crazy side. That's not what I'm sorry, Brent. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> he's for
1: sure one of our listeners, Brent. We love you.
0: Yeah, literally not what I'm saying, but like that guy was put together.
1: That's it. Yeah, that's exactly the way I
3: yeah.
0: saw
1: it. Okay, but I I would just like to argue your point. I don't think there's a lot of 30 plus single people in our friend groups.
0: Not in our friend groups, no. But I think that's because we came from small towns and are still friends with the small town people. So they're all tied up.
1: No one Who do you hang out with in their 30s in any city that you live in that is single? I
0: don't know how many people hang out with that are in their 30s. But that's what I'm the saying. Dogs, like, no I like.
1: can you name a single 30-year-old? By the way, Allie, who I listed earlier, is 27.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Um Maybe. I don't know if...
1: Sorry, Jill and Brent.
0: <laughs> I can. You're really challenging, like, my foundation here.
1: I know. I thought that's the point of these things.
0: I'm gonna have to think about that. I don't want too much awkward silence on here, but I will think about that and try and come back to it. So
1: I think that maybe nowadays, like the twenty-somethings to now, will probably be less inclined to settle down. But I do think that there's a pressure on both uh, sexes to shack up because eventually, when when more people that you hang out with shack up, you're f- like, I feel like it's just like the power of influence of your circle, but also like you're like, oh, there's not a lot left. Like I have a friend. Who seems to always have friends with people with significant others, and I feel like it's because all the good ones are taken. Yeah, I mean, definitely for some of my friends that are trying
3: to date right now, um, it's Slim Pickens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe I was like over the top with like how many. But I beautiful, think it's like successful people there are in their thirties that are. Well, that's dating.
3: just it. Like beautiful, successful, yeah. like standard up here, and then there's just like the other people that are like living on the mainland. Yeah. It's true. They're in the that trenches. Are,
1: yeah, <laughs> the trenches probably <laughs> that are just it's like the cream of the crop that are single,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Fair. that are I just think like it's probably chilling still more than it was before at this age, but yeah,
1: yeah. I would say so. I mean, I'll we don't have stats on this, on that. yeah. But,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fair. Uh, I also think it's different for guys, like, Nick has a lot of guy friends that aren't shocked up, I guess, but I like generally speaking, guys will date younger, yeah. so like, if you're 29, 30, 31, whatever and you're going to date a 22-year-old, there's probably a lot more single 22-year-olds. But if you're a 30-year-old woman, there's probably not a lot of 30-year-old great dudes
0: unattached. That's true. That's unfair. Well, yeah, that just sucks.
1: Wow, you seem really offended by that. No,
0: no, I just, I feel bad because, yeah, I mean, Danny's six years younger than me, I think. How old are you?
3: How well? Yeah. I was like, "How old is she?" But obviously, then <laughs> yeah. people
0: are gonna do the math. <laughs>
3: um,
0: but now geez. I'm curious. Secret question mark. And like, like how when, old is Robin? Where does he work? When I met her, once again, I'm not gonna give out information because I'm self conscious. It was a rhetorical question. Um, I didn't hear what you said What would you
1: say? Carry on.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't have considered anybody at the I'm time. Sorry, that,
1: can you start? I missed the preamble.
0: When I started dating her. Like when I first met her and started dating her?
1: When you skipped my 12 bars of Halloween?
0: Is that what happened? I was so mad. I'm so sorry. Who knows what the fuck was going on in my life? Life gets complicated. Um, I probably wouldn't consider dating anybody who Mm. was older than her at the time. A
3: girl thing. Six years ago, you like totally bailed on oh, my yeah. 12 years of Christmas. Nice. And I'm like so mad at you. And it's like, I feel supported right now. This 2020. is 2020. Oh my God, <laughs> Rob, I, I like hate you.
1: Don't hate you. <laughs> I'll never forget it because Robin, or because Brendan, Jared, and I tripped you. Because like, we've been dating this girl for three months and you're not coming on my 12 bars of Halloween. And we tripped you. And we're like, you're I in love.
0: truly think you didn't want to come she yeah i think i think i got to use that as my excuse i think that was my out i don't remember the the circumstances but i know who i am (laughs) yeah that's fine yeah hey everybody fucks up um yeah no i would i probably wouldn't consider dating anybody who was older than her at the time
1: oh yeah okay sorry i'm not listening to you but i think that this is what we need to unpack (laughs) is that you wouldn't have considered dating anyone that was older than her okay rob as a late 20 year old he was specifically looking for a younger woman because he figured anybody he dated in their late 20s was looking for a serious relationship. So he was like, I can't date anybody my age or older. Oh. I remember this. Because that girl's gonna wanna get married and have babies. And he was like, But the 22 year olds, that girl just wants to have fun. Okay. So that's and like, so that was like a criteria. You weren't scared about
0: That's that. like a little bit of a simplification, but you're not wrong. That was, like, my thinking at the time. I think, was,
1: in other words, I'm right.
0: I had gone on a few dates with people who were. Um, For
1: fuck's sake, Odin. I know. Yeah. Odin.
0: Sounds like he's playing with, like, Ross's Why? keyboard.
1: Why? <laughs> you think he's playing with what?
0: Ross's keyboard. <laughs> just making his sound. <laughs> Put that up to your mic when you do it. Yeah, thanks. Just so the people can hear. Um, <laughs> so what was I saying there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it was truly my bit. thought. I had gone on some dates with some people right around the time that I met her. And after like two or three dates, it was like kind of like, Hey Rob, like shit or get off the pot. These are like, this is like sort of the conversation I had with people. And I was, and I was You just mean the, the, the
1: late 20 year olds? Oh, the stutter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, wine. At the time, like I'd say like, I don't know how many people I like sort of saw a few times, but they were probably all late 20s at the time. And if I didn't like commit to like going out with them regularly or doing something more, yeah, um, like, like there, there were a couple, couple like I, I met, met parents, parents and things like that. And I was just like, immediately overwhelmed. I just don't like that stuff. Yeah, And so, cool. and all of a sudden they all like, like ended in like a flaming mess just because I wasn't ready to move forward anymore. Yeah, And so I was just like, I can't do this. Like I'd rather just date somebody because anybody who's like, in their 20s in general. I I lump them into the same group aside from that like one aspect. You know what I mean? So I was just like I'm I'm no longer looking there. Shrunk the range on Tinder. And and that was it.
1: Okay, what are you drinking?
3: This right here is a Druid's Dusk.
0: We next time what we should do, we should all have our first beer when I first unzip a bag of gear.
1: i tried to give you beer and you kept saying no i have to drink my mcdonald's coffee that's seven hours old i was that's my voice
0: i was loose from the (laughs) get-go that's That's funny. but yes next time i will what do you
1: mean you were not loose from the get-go i was saying rob you're taking an hour and you were like i'm only taking an hour i mean rob you're taking two
0: hours i meant conversationally loose yeah i still had work to do to get us ready to go but like when we started going i'm usually like
1: isn't that how you get loose Aren't there like singing things? Sorry, I'm drunk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, have you ever watched the the bloopers of um, Anchorman? When you get to see Will Ferrell just going off the cuff on all of his warm-ups and things like that. Oh, like
1: he's actually warming up for the the film, like in his actor brain? Or is he trying to be funny with Ron Burgundy? Yeah,
0: they're showing the Ron Burgundy, getting the Ron Burgundy Twitter handle, uh, getting ready to go live. And he's just kind of doing his vocal warm-ups. But he's ad-libbing as they record. Oh, man. And it's fantastic. Everybody should watch it.
1: I want to be friends with Will Ferrell. There's so many celebrities that I think I would just be good friends with. Who do you think you'd be good friends with? I'm not even saying Will Ferrell. I just want to know. I would really
3: like to be friends with James Franco.
1: Oh, interesting. Why?
3: I don't know. I just think that he would be a lot of fun to just hang out with. He seems like it. I just, I like funny people. That's all. But he's also hot hot as shit.
1: Uh, like, I don't think you would think hot. Things- <laughs> I
3: think his brother is, like, much hotter but, like, now. like, if you saw James Franco, no, do you think really? people would use the adjective yeah. funny to describe ah. him before,
1: be- like, beautiful?
3: Oh, yeah. I definitely think that he's beautiful. But, I mean, like, okay. I think, like, my group of people that I would want to hang out with is, like, Jay- the, um, and Seth Rogen yeah. and, um, Franco. Like, I think that that's the group that I would want to go for. I have a very good obsession with Paul Rudd, but, like... Wait.
1: Is that the guy that's slapping the bass? Yeah. Yeah. He's so funny. I know. I think he's so funny.
0: Have you watched Wet Hot American Summer? Yes. That's the first time I've heard more than one person agree. She doesn't appreciate that. She doesn't? Yeah. Wet Hot American Summer? I can see that there's a lot of nuance in that and like weird humor.
1: Why do people think that I don't get nuance? (sighs) I don't know. I fell asleep. If you watch anything past 9 p.m., I don't pay attention.
0: You know what? And that's fair. Maybe that's what it is. But like... You know what, and don't be offended because I think Danny is in the same group where something I'll find some some weird little thing happens that's not part of a main joke, and I start cracking up, and then I look at her, and she's just like smiling watching TV, and I'm like, <laughs> did you get that?" She's like, "Get what?" like And I'll get like angry about it and then Sometimes I'll just, I get the,
1: or the joke, but I just don't think it's funny.
0: I think she's the same way. Okay, yeah. so
1: ask... What's the thing? Midnight Gospel. What's fact? that? Midnight Gospel
0: What's on that? Netflix. Nope.
1: Cartoon,
3: podcast, but like with visuals, cartoon visuals kind of happening in front of your face. Wait, have like you seen it? it? No, I haven't seen it. Do, have you heard of Different Midnight n- Gospel?
1: I've
2: heard of it. Like, I've
0: seen it like, on Netflix. Okay, so the
1: other day we were reviewing Greg Ellingson's Hinge. He sent us his thing and it was like... What's Hinge? Have, it's like an app where Bumble. you have to... It's like Bumble, but instead of just being one picture or just pictures, there's like little sayings and you can like pick what you want to say. So his says like, I'll fall for you if, and his like finishes, you trip me. And then the next one is like Mm. things I geek out over and it says Midnight Gospel. And so we're reviewing it and Allison's like, Midnight Gospel. And then they just started talking about Midnight Gospel and how you have to be high to watch it and things like this. Oh, fair. All right. just like, it's a show that
3: I'm going to watch at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and it's pretty deep. I'm asleep then. And they have some really good podcast topics and you just like you kind of deep dive into your brain but like I'm also like kind of melted into the couch a little bit where I'm just like understanding but then there's like this visual aspect of it this guy is on a space planet and then he like gets transported into like a new realm and then he like interviews somebody like a podcast um, interviews somebody from that new world and just it's like about some sort of like deep issue or like deep thing that you would like want to talk about oh. um but it's
0: like real conversation or no
3: yeah it's like real okay. conversation and interesting uh, but there's like still the visual aspect of like a cartoon going on in the background and so like he'll be like going on this like deep thought of like whatever it is in this pod like type podcast style like interview style and then all of a sudden he's like dying over and over again and like it's he's like living in a new world so there's just like probably like 10 things feeling like there's going on at like one time and so what was said to jesse was just that like like for me like you have to kind of have to be like stoned and to like take it all in but like maybe jesse's mindset wouldn't be able to like comprehend the both aspects of
0: it interesting i'm gonna have to listen to it
1: I was told I do not have the seriousness or focus for it.
0: Wow. Okay. I'll try it. I'll listen to it and see what I think. And I just
3: said like, well, I have to usually be stoned at two o'clock in the morning to be able to watch it. That's all. And so. (laughs)
0: I'll give it a shot tonight before I go to bed because that'll happen. Yeah.
1: Do you smoke weed every night?
0: No. But like, uh, you know what? No. No. In the last two weeks, a decent amount. In the three months before that, zero. I don't think I smoked once over quarantine. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just, Why are you
1: doing it now then?
0: Um, I think it's, it helps me go to sleep even earlier than I want to. And it's helping me reset my sleep schedule. Okay. Like my brain is so programmed to go to bed at three or four in the morning. I don't have a problem doing it if I don't take anything to help me sleep. Um, but it's just I feel like it's helping me kind of rewire it to go to bed at like 11 or 12-ish. And then wake up just feeling fine cuz it's not like I drink to put myself to sleep so I don't feel bad in the morning at all I just kind of enjoy it I like so Danny goes to bed like 2 hours before me and I like that little bit of like quiet time at the end of the night so I'll get like a little bit of work done maybe take the dogs out smoke a little bit and then probably watch some funny video and kind of like laugh and then I wake up and it's the morning it's really like it's just a nice process but if I if we run out or like she doesn't buy some and there's just nothing in the house I don't panic I just go like, all right, whatever. I'll just, I'll still listen to some podcast, but I might listen to something that's a little more deep than it is funny. I don't know. There's something I love about like (laughs) laughing until the bed shakes and she slaps me because she's like, what are you doing over there? (laughs) And I'm like cracking up at the dumbest thing. I love it. It's usually Norm McDonald compilations.
3: I'm pretty sure I've watched the TV show where the guy was like jacking off or something like that in bed beside his wife. And then his wife like smacked him and she was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just laughing (laughs) because like the bed was like shaking, but it was because he was jacking off.
1: Anyways, moving
0: on. Hasn't happened yet, but (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me if I tried.
1: You know what? I'm not probably going to watch Midnight Gospel.
0: That's fine. I'll tell you if I agree with with Allison's take on it so far. I'll great
1: we'll check back next week
0: okay great mm-hmm. Is this a good time to wrap it up i see you get yeah clap the hands there it is <laughs> no nick no. already left
1: no 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 let's talk about nick i'm just kidding <laughs> um yeah i don't know did we cover all of the friend things i don't feel like you didn't talk about it really that much um being friends with dudes i did definitely like no, you said you'd rather be friends with women but you've changed or men men for but, sure but have you, has that changed it definitely has
3: yeah like and i think it's just finding about the finding the right people that you connect with and finding the right people that you want to be friends with and that balance you out and i think that you know you balance me out and like i appreciate a lot of what you bring to our friendship and you've shown me a lot of cool things towards um, friendship and that maybe i hadn't had in like previous times, and that's really nice, and then, you know, I keep my, gro- my core group of people selective, too, so, like, I maybe only have, like, ten friends, you know, and so, like, and the rest maybe, like, are more acquaintances style things, and, and that, that group has maybe grown a little bit more, but I'd probably say I'm
1: 50-50 now. But how do you feel about being friends with the opposite sex?
3: Um, I do, I do appreciate it and I do really like it and I like hanging out with guys a lot more because it's just a really easy thing. Like I can just show up at their house and it's just a lot more chill. And sometimes when I find when I'm hanging out with women, there's just a lot more pressure. And I don't know if that's something to do with how I feel just personally about like how I was raised, not like was raised, but like my hist- my past yeah, experiences, yeah. experiences and then so when it comes down to it like I don't care if you're male or female I just yeah it doesn't it really doesn't matter to me I just want to be able to feel comfortable around somebody and I found that women don't always make people feel as comfortable because it just gets catty and bitchy and fucked up and just rude and gossipy
1: and can you put an asterisk beside that for me? Yeah,
0: I, think I do. think people just automatically will realize that.
1: No, but yeah. do you think that I, like, you say hanging out with women is more pressure. Do you feel that way with me? No, I don't. Okay. And that's what I mean. Like, that's
3: why I kind of started. I just want to make
1: sure I'm not putting pressure on you because we hang out a lot. No,
3: I know. But I started that context with, like, you've changed my mind yeah, a, yeah, lot of, yeah. a lot a lot on this. and But, like, sometimes just hanging out with other women has just been, like, oh, my God. Like... You know, you're bringing fucking five outfits because all of a sudden you're going to have to, like, dress this certain way. And then it's just like, oh, my God, you didn't, like, bring these? Or, like, there's just so many instances. But, like, if you show up at a guy's house and it's just, like, Should I wear sick. this T-shirt
1: or this T-shirt? Yeah. Or this T-shirt? Yeah. And I it's about just this t-shirt. like,
3: here I am. Here we go. Okay, like, let's drink a beer. And then, like, we're on our way. Or, like, hey, like, I smoked a joint and, like, let's go. You know what I mean? And so I just felt like the... Del- playing ground was really simple and easy and that's what I've always liked about hanging out with guys and I'm not saying that girls can't be like that I'm just saying that like every guy that I've really met has always been really chill and easy and with a girl I never kind of know exactly what I'm gonna get
1: so then how can you feel the opposite kind of like where you like to hang out with women me yeah like I feel like
0: no that was before Remember I was saying that was like high schoolish. I would have preferred to have friends who were girls, and I had like a lot that were girls, and then later I started to become friends with those same guys from high school, but in university. And now, as long as you're like cool and don't care so much about drama, probably pretty much what you were saying, it's, it's fine with me, but it ends up being more of a 50-50 split now. And that's just also because, just because of like work and things like that, I end up around a lot more girls than I otherwise would have, but I don't know. I think whatever issues i had with like other guys when i was younger isn't an issue anymore yeah like i would have no problem having a casual conversation with someone now who's like say someone like greg right like a pro football player Semi-professional. Would, what's
1: that semi-professional
0: oh is that is that how you describe it
1: no i just do that to be annoying
0: oh that's so rude sorry mm-hmm. greg. <laughs> um whereas if i were if he was like say like an elite player in high school at the time i just probably wouldn't have had any desire to have a conversation with them why i don't know and it just could be just because of the guys that i knew at the time
3: i was in the stoner group i was like over in fucking left field <laughs> and they're like center field blah, whatever i was not gonna make a football reference <laughs> anyways but you know what i mean it's just like baseball that was that out. exactly okay so that's what i'm saying it's just like i don't know i just kind of felt relatable there until Iron I made a
0: baseball but you
1: would you would be interested in being a pro athlete's f- friend now, or, like, you'd talk to them now, but you wouldn't in high school?
0: Yeah, I feel like, it, it even considering, like, Brent and Jared, who were, like, very good athletes at the time, and it just, like, wasn't part of my world, probably because I wasn't around them and I wasn't a very good athlete myself. And I just, I used to think the guys who were, like, super successful at the time were usually just kind of douchey and full of themselves um, and didn't care about much else other than, like, what they were good at. And I just think that was like a personality thing I had at the time. Whereas now I'm just like, oh no, like the whole time they were like pretty normal people. They just also were good at something. And now I'll just like crack up about the stories of them being like douchey people when they were younger. And I, I absolutely get it. And so it, it was just like a mental shift for me. Whereas I think I was just intimidated by them when I was a kid.
1: There we go. I was waiting for you to get there. Oh, you're
0: waiting for me to get yeah. there. Oh, wow. Look at yeah. you ahead of yeah. the game.
1: Insecurities. <laughs> yeah. On your I, think
0: that's, I think that's what it was. And yeah. so I just don't have those anymore.
1: Mm-hmm, because so, you're just so manly and professional to
0: be fair i still suck at most sports and i hate that i don't think so but you're
1: a good rower and you're a good yeah you're, you're strong you probably <laughs> push that bike in there like it was oh just my nothing God. <laughs> but when we're it. in
3: high school that's the thing that matters is sports sports and like minimally academic you know yeah, what i mean and i just assumed
0: that if you were one you couldn't be the other yeah and that was just me being kid.
3: But there was also like so many other things that we could be good at, but any of the arts kids, like you were just like, "Mm." Yeah,
1: well that's like (laughs) that's society's problem for putting so much onus and like positivity around sports and competition and winning. And even like in the States I'm sure it's way worse. Like Friday night lights and like people like praise the football team. Yeah. So like no one's like running up to like Friday Night Drama Club being like Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys improv. Woo woo.
0: that would have been me I would have been an arts kid for sure if I grew up in like Texas
1: yeah
3: oh fuck
0: I would have been like why do you guys care so much about this fuck that which probably could have been a healthy you wouldn't have been Tim Riggins? no no I would have been the the, uh, the uh pale guy who killed someone